passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. I'm Mike Chipos, man. I got this, yeah. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. It's time to listen to Reese and Dan on the Ankle Pick Pod. Welcome back, Ankle Pickers. We're here again. This is a, a special episode here. We're here Saturday night with none only Jonathan J.S.P. Pierce. We promise he's here. Jonathan, how are you? How y'all doing? Unbelievable. Doing really happy to have you back. So... We got some interesting questions brewing up for you today, and hopefully we'll get some a couple fan questions as well in here. But Danny, kick it off because Dan, we we put a lot of thought into these ones. Yeah, I mean, in general, how how you doing? How's how's training camp going? It's going great. I think I trained really hard for the Omar and climbed up. So this one, I'm just kind of maintaining and uh, just come in the way I did my last fight, and I'll be good. Sweet, all right. Are you drilling any uh, specific kind of part of your game? Uh, I've been watching a lot of the 45 fights and what's been happening, like uh, that, that elbow series that was uh, going on with Giga and Calvin. Mm. Uh, I saw that one of the 55ers went down to 45, so I've been watching some of their techniques and been adding it in. Mm. Sweet. Any any new wrinkles that you're willing to share? I know last time you mentioned uh, TKZ showed you a body triangle. And I mean, that was pretty useful if I do say, say so myself. I think just, uh, you're going to see a lot more of, out of my striking. Awesome. Ooh. Very exciting. Okay. That, that's got an interesting wrinkle to it. Um, and, and so who, who are you getting your main roles with? Who are you getting your main sparring rounds with? Last time you mentioned Henry Corrales and Shaman a little bit. It's still the same guys or. Uh, I was doing this one more with uh, Bobby. Yesterday I did come uh, two with Kamwila. And uh, so Bobby Moffitt and Kamwila. Okay. But uh, for the most part, it has been more Bobby. And then uh, then like the third one would be uh, Hunter Azure. Very oh, cool. Hunter Very Azure. Cool. Okay. Yeah. And I saw Henry Corrales has actually got a bout coming up in uh, on that Bellator card, I believe. Yeah. In Arizona. Are you going to be in the building for that one? Uh, I'm not going out because my fight's so close and I want to get COVID. I really need oh, this. Oh, yeah, that would be. Like, yeah. this, this is on a new contract, so I really need this. Okay, cool. Yeah, I. Well, it'll be interesting. I know you're close by, so that'll be a fun one. Yeah. Um, how does your, like, how does your day-to-day schedule really change when you're in fight camp and, and really grind versus without a fight schedule? Um, just 
tell, tell us about the grind. So, so uh, I won't do the cardio that I'm doing and I won't lift as hard as I'm doing. But uh, for the most part, I try to stay like in my re- regular regimen because like, you know, that's like my full time job. And if I'm not doing anything, I just feel like I'm lazy. I'm sitting on the couch, you know, all I'm doing is housework at that point. So I got to get back in the gym. Makes sense. What are you doing to let off steam when you're not in the gym? Um, sometimes I go and shoot my bow or I go hunting and stuff like that, or I go travel. Very cool. You got yeah, your fridge we, full of meat or? Uh, yeah, right now I've been ordering because I haven't had as much time to go back to the East coast and hunt and like, you know, like I went back and my bow got stolen. So I had a sight of a new bow and then I shot a deer and like, I, I skinned the hair off of it because I didn't tighten on the broad head. So it was like little, little tiny uh, mistakes that caused me from getting a big kill. So yeah, I love coming that. quick. So we were just watching uh, UFC 270. We, we had a big pre-show. And, and so we were wondering about, you know, fight MMA or fight ready. MMA seems to be really gaining some steam. We saw Figgy obviously take the belt and then John Jones, like, how does it feel on the mats over there? Is it, is it the same hype in the gym as everyone else feels from the outside looking in? Dude, I knew this all along when I first went down here because I've been looking for the a certain level of training mm-hmm. to bring me to where I want to go. And uh, I found it with Eddie Chaw and Santino and um, Chad. And there's, there's probably more in there. Uh, Cejudo's uh, Angel Cejudo, but all those guys know what they're talking about. Henry Cejudo, all of them, and yeah. just them all competing at that high of a level, you know, that's what that, bringing all that together is what it is. Well, that's what's so crazy, too, is because at 270, it's it really showed a little bit, at least in Figgy's game, um, what Cejudo is really bringing out there and then with john jones it's i imagine it's the high level you were looking for and you fit right in too from from the outside looking at, i mean you look phenomenal uh in that omar fight and we are beyond excited for your next fight coming up in a couple of weeks well thank against you austin lingo speaking of 270 uh were you involved at all in, in figgy's camp or giving him just kind of a, another look no like they had him on the side and then like they'll pick and choose guys you know what i mean that they're gonna work in the camp or whatever that day like hey come over here we're gonna use you and that that way their lack of covid you know what i mean like we got their camp running in a smaller but they're still on the mat kind of at the same time or after our practice our coach can be at our practice and then drop off and go over to the side and do their practice definitely yeah and there's just looking at the uh featherweight division too there's a lot of activity around you in the rankings too. And, and I, I feel really good about, about this matchup coming up for you. And then there's going to be a lot of shifting around uh, up there too. I, I'm, I'm excited to see you climb these rankings as I'm just looking around. There's a lot of good fights for you in the, in that middle of jam. There's like a big jam packet at 45. It's fun to look at. We're going to, we're going to wa- I can already tell we're going to watch you climb the ranks pretty fast here. Give me two more and give me the top 15. And if you don't give me the top 15, I'll just keep – I'll take the week. Oh, I love it. We'll, we'll be calling for the top 15 for sure. We're going to be adamant. Because the, thing, because the thing is, is like, it's a, 
I'm cool with not rushing it because like uh I perks up a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Oh, don't yeah. don't let me just get beat up for like no amount of money and be fighting for bonuses every time. And like I've been putting on good performances. Like it's right. not like they weren't fifty K performances. It was just not at the right time. You know, like I feel like if I'd have done that to Omar at the Apex, I would have got the fifty K, you know. Right. And that's, that's actually what yeah, I was, Dan, take it because that's actually that's something that you're thinking you, yeah. about at all when you're in the octagon. Like, oh, if I if I get it done quickly, I'll I'll get the performance bonus. Or maybe I think it's not even it's not even how quick you do it; it's how you how what happens. You know what I mean? Like how um, one of my buddies he got knocked out. He threw a head kick and he caught it, and he threw a back spinning kick and it, it knocked him out, and he fell down. You know, and it was like one of the best knockouts of the year. And it's like fifty k isn't. You know, and then you give them an award at the end of the year. Do they pay him for that? But uh, but I think that might increase your pay as a fighter because it's all performance based. You know, so yeah. going on your next contract, it's like, oh, well, I finished the last two dudes. Yeah, you know, so what's that going to do to my pay? So, oh, well, I got two fifty k bonuses. So yeah. might as well go ahead and pay me flat this. So uh, maybe it would be negotiating, but I, I that's going to come with the experience of this year. You know what I mean? Definitely. For sure. Yeah. And you're, you're at such a interesting point in your career too. I mean, you're right in the middle of your prime or like you're at beginning of your prime, honestly. And you're have you're putting on back-to-back finishes over guys that had a lot of respect on their name coming in too. And it, it was, it almost looked like, and, and no disrespect to Morales or Kamaka, but it just looked like there were levels to this game. You know what I mean? And you were just yeah. a couple levels ahead. And it, it really shows. It really does. It, it's a. It's such a blast watching you fight. I'm so excited for this lingo fight. You, I, it's. It's. Yeah. It's. It's just crazy to watch the progression too. It, it, I can tell that the the work definitely goes in. Yeah, focusing a little bit on the task at hand. Uh, Austin Lingo definitely has a ton of power. Is there any does that change the way you prepare at all, or, or a game plan, or kind of approach the fight? Um, I mean, all these guys in the UFC are gonna be the toughest guys from where they're at, you know. So I know that going in, but I'm excited to go and mark another lit. Like, okay, we got Stanford. We got who was the last guy from Couture? Was yeah. it? Was it? Okay, so and like, now you got that's Fortis. that's like fun for me, you know. It's like I'm out here getting all the Pokemon badges or something, you know, like <laughs> collecting them all. So I'm just like <laughs> trying to find the fun in just climbing the bottom ranks you know what i mean and where mm-hmm. i'm at right now because my head's way you know you know where I, what i'm thinking about but uh i gotta stay focused on right now right here you know i gotta yeah. be present so that i think that's key with the where i'm at right now not looking too far past him is probably the biggest thing I think this dude's best attributes is that he's got a really, he's got a really hard head, you know, and <laughs> what, what I'm, what I mean by that is he's hard to finish and everybody yeah. will spin. They'll throw their dice at him and then they're like, dude, I threw my best move at him. And then they'll, they'll get tired and then they'll, you know, or it just does it just something happens in the fight and it's not playing the way, you know, you get hurt like my teammate and, and shit happens in the fight, but now we're going to go avenge that loss. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. And you're someone that fights at a relentless pace. Uh, How do you expect him to fare? I mean, trying to keep up with you and whatnot. 
I think it's, that is a, the experience. Like I've had all those years of wrestling and it's not the fact that I wrestle, it's the fact that I've like had that competition and I've had had a what uh, the time to build a technique and and I know this technique, I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna do, you know, right. and then I'm gonna do it to you. So but now uh, looking forward from that, it's like, do I tell my technique about this fight and then you know they get the they get the scoop later on down the line so now i want to i can't be as nice i have to i have to start playing the game more and being more strategic definitely yeah it's and i always say like one of the most quoted things in this podcast is i just talk about how experience is something that you can't train in the gym you can only earn it and and he can't no matter who you face, they can't go back and earn that experience in wrestling or earn that experience of needing to dig deep. You can only do it in the octagon or, or in, in hard competition. And so that's an edge um, that I, yeah, that I, that I see is just the fact that if, if you continue that relentless pace, you just have the experience there. You've, you've been there, you, you live there. And so that's going to absolutely um, that's definitely a, a notch in your hat for sure. Sweet. So, uh, tell us how you think the fight's going to go. Can, can you give us a prediction or everyone keeps saying, okay, the matchup is he went, he lost his first one. I lost my first one. Yeah. He won his last two. I won my last two, but here's the, here's the key details in those things that aren't on paper. I debuted against Lozon at 55 and I dropped down to 45. I don't even know the guy's name. I watched the fight, but it was close on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and no one's done that to me besides Lozon, just to get that out there for all my viewers. And then to go on and not finish the dudes that he fought, like, and I wouldn't say those guys were better than, you know, than the two guys I fought. Definitely you know? yeah. I, I other- not same, same level, you know, but the, the style which I did it, you know, and it wasn't like I had to do it in the third, like, contender. Like, that was right. a real hard fight. But I'm always a finisher. That's just how I fight. And you can look at the stats. Like, I'm 11 and 4 with 10 finishes, and nine of them are TKO. So, or, well, eight of them are TKO. So, now, like, the submissions are starting to add up. So, now it's like I don't, I don't have to roll one dice. I can play any game I want to play. Yeah. And the other thing too, is like that Lozon to me is, is, I mean, you're talking about a guy who is just such a veteran of the sport. I mean, there's so many lessons that can be learned and you didn't take a whole lot of like, that's such a better learning lesson. Like some of the best one, one, I've been watching the sport for a long time. And some of the best 145ers lost their debuts, like RDA who has a fight coming up, uh, drop two back to back. You, you, you know what I mean? It's, it's a lot of people grow from their losses more. And so just watching the evolution of the Joe Lozon fight into your other fights is exactly what you see in people at the top in the highest of levels. Um, and that's something I'm really excited to watch you continue to grow because it's something that's not, it, it doesn't just come, you know, there's got, like I said, a lot, just a lot of experience. Um, I have another question too. And, and I don't know, you don't need to mention who if you do, but, um, and, 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 but do you ever go into fights no, like with someone next on your mind, like a call out ready or, or someone like that you would really like to fight next? Or do you, or do you not like looking that far ahead? Sometimes like, I'm like, 
I'm going in the fight and I'm like, I'm a, I want them all. Like after <laughs> my last fight, I was like, not, you know, I, it was such a big win for me that I was like, I'm ready for the top 15, but like, you got to have a couple more, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I was, but I was happy and I was excited and I thought that, well, this guy never been finished and look at what gig is doing and trying to make a play like that. But whatever, whatever, but, um, and, and- and you watch like that Giga fight, for example, like Giga's strung a couple together. And when I was taping for, for Giga, I watched um, your, your fight back with Morales. Cause I know he fought Morales a couple fights back. And even the way that you put Morales, like it, even someone in Giga who gets talked about in that top six range, it's like your performance against Morales was, you finished him. Giga went to a decision, you know, you, it was a lot different. Yeah. Which I, which but is I awesome think, but see. I think that first loss was good for me too because coming off that contender, I was like, that deserves a fifty k. I think I heard Dana say that or something. Yeah. Like he's only had good things to say about me, so I know he likes me, and I know I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep performing and winning. Uh, I just got to keep performing at the best of my abilities. You know what I mean? Not coming in there and like just getting a win it by decision you know i'm gonna come in there and i'm gonna finish every single one of these guys and if you're not gonna give me the top 15 i'm gonna keep finishing every single like it's just gonna be the same show and dance you know yeah and that's just so exciting too for all of us viewers and fans because it's like when you start to get that momentum of people go oh, that guy's the finisher you know what i mean he he, he yeah. takes quick work out there like that's something that's always fun uh well i'll, I'll lose a round to finish you you know what i mean like i'll take the first round off so i can get you in the second Mm-hmm. Yeah, scary. No, I I would not want to be standing. I'm glad we're I'm on your team. I'm glad because I'm going because I'm going as hard as I can in the first round. But I know that I won't get it in the first round. I know that you're actually like, for example, in the uh, the contender fight. Like I knew I was outskilled. I knew I was like the only way I'm gonna beat this guy if I just stay in his face and fight him. I was like the only way you can beat somebody is if you don't quit. You know, and you're mm-hmm. relentless. That's what I did. Yeah. And, and when I, one of the things too, is like, I'm shocked and I don't, I always throw, I don't like throwing that uh, keyword out there quit just cause I, I'm not in there, but like, I see a lot of like, like the Amanda Nunes finish, for example, like it seems so quick. You know what I mean? Like she, she taps so quick and obviously I don't want to say anything bad about her, but like, it's, it's, I love seeing fighters who really know how to like dig deep. Um, not even that you've even had to too. I you're 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 in and out of there so fast. You finish guys so first two rounds every time. Hopefully this year we'll we'll get be get more of those tests. That's what it's a scary test, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I, I love it. And for all those who still are not on the hype train, it is absolutely real. Go follow him now at JSP MMA on all forms i mean you need to get in early this guy is the moon the other thing too that is more important than anything else help the support uh merch is out and and get on the team early team team uh jsp get it out so there's merch at jsp.net or jspmma.net um is the merch link so if you're an ankle picker and you're a big fan help him out because he's an ankle picker for life we love having him on Definitely. And, and check him out. February 19th. He's got yeah. Austin lingo. Um, it's going to be sweet. Thanks for stopping by, John. Yeah, I can't come soon enough. Thank you guys. Welcome back, ankle pickers. 
set the spread episode here of the ankle pick pod brought to you by the believe podcast network we are burning the midnight uh, burning the midnight oil here um coming at you what two three weeks in advance for ufc 271 270 hasn't even happened yet that's what we're just gearing down from the full episode of 270 so we are uh gonna inevitably make some mistakes here but that's just fine we've got usual suspects here for our set and spread episode plus parker who's in attendance we'll see if he gets some action in here or not in the meantime we've got one nothing series season lead for reese is it one nothing or two nothing no it's one one you still can't count you have this is the insert meme of you have one job messes it up every season he parker we're two weeks in here Parker, last year he missed our ankle lock by like four fights in a row. He was like, oh, yeah, you're 28 and 12. I'm like, bro, we're in the 30s. It's not like we're counting like 15 and 16. Right. It's one to one. <laughs> this is just a bit at this point. It's one to one. DK coming off his first win of 2022 season. So he's going to kick things off. We've got a main card that's pretty stacked we're excited for it we'll be in attendance in houston for ufc 271 mid-february um and i know we're going out of order here as far as how the set the spreads are going to work but you know what fuck it first fight on the main card dan's leading things off we've got a lightweight bout bobby green and nasrat hakprast interesting first thing i'm going to do to set the set the spread off in the right way open a fresh one because Malort cracks like that and that's who we're sponsored by so <laughs> Nasrat Akbras Bobby Green fun lightweight bout a fight that I'm probably looking forward to for a potential fight of the night I mean you get great performances from Bobby Green when he comes out Nasrat is a guy who also comes forward kind of plods and and, and looks for big shots um I know I was on the other side of him against Dan Hooker, but he's a guy I have a lot of respect for. I don't think that he's going to be a big dog here, even though Bobby Green is the veteran that's kind of been around the block. Um, I think I think Bobby Green's going to be favored, but I think it's going to be pretty close. I've got Bobby Green at minus 130. See, I so I love Bobby Green, and I was the sole – person who took him against Fiziev or Faziv and that that cost me I mean he, he he lost but he looked way better than anyone gave him credit for beat Al by TKO which is not an easy feat by any means so I, I would have him as a favorite the only thing is, 2021 Al is shaky I agree the only thing people fucking and by people I mean bookmakers Fucking love Calvin Gastelum's twin in Nazareth Hackpress. He was only plus 130 against Dan Hooker. Okay. Why we smoked Dan Hooker? He was only, I mean, he, he was minus he, when he fought Drew Dober and lost, mind you. He was minus, this is a lot, minus 350. So bookmakers are always favoring Nazareth. I love Bobby Green. I think Nazareth's still going to be the favorite. Give me 130 for the Nasrat hack press. 
just split in both ways, 130-130. We do have a favorite in this fight, so it won't be a push. At minus 170, Oof. Bobby Green. Oh, right. Whoa! Poha! When you said 170, I was thinking yeah. Nazrat. Yeah. So this one opened up early Whoa. January, minus 110 both ways, and it's gone immediately in Bobby Green's direction. Okay, that part's not surprising. People betting Bobby Green is not the surprising part. The surprising part is that it would get up to 170 and that Nazrat didn't start as the favorite to me. I think, Dan, I don't know where you anticipated the line at direct open, but you were definitely right on the mark with the movement towards Bobby Green. I agree. I would bet Bobby Green at even. Uh, I, I, wow. 170's high, though. It's interesting. And, and do you want to know the worst part? Worst part? I think it's Bobby Green unanimous decision. I, I, I just think, I mean, Nazrat. You're not even loves- tempted by the extra value? Um, I don't know. That's tough. I do like my hack press. Second fight on the main card. Yeah, give this one. Let's go. I got this. We've got a bantamweight who's perennially seeming to climb the rankings. Kyler Phillips against Marcelo Rojo. Okay. Reese, go ahead. I've, I've already narrowed in on the favorite, okay? It is Kyler Phillips. Kyler Phillips is an absolute dog. He's humongous. You sure you don't he, want to think about that for a second? Oh, uh, no. I narrowed it in. <laughs> Let me, and I'm not trying to get bogged down Bogdanovich on this one, but let me tell you something. Kyler Phillips is, is the 135 version of like Michelle Pereira, where it's not style, but I'm saying like, how the fuck does he make that weight? Like the Paulo Costa, like he is humongous. Um, with that being said, he also is, in my opinion, far superior to Marcelo Rojo. I mean, I know Rojo for the for the Jordan loss that he took on. I believe that was short notice, if I remember correctly. But he came in at a big a, a big dog against Jordan. Um, and, and I don't see why this would be any different. I mean, you were even saying it yourself. Jordan is it, or is he fighting at fifty five this week? And he fought for it. Okay, so Jordan is, is moving up, but no, it, it's. It's it's so clearly Kyler Phillips' fight to lose. I think it's also going to be untouchable, to be honest with you. I'm going to go Kyler Phillips minus 260. I'm going above you just to burst your bubble. Wow. I'm, I'm I'm looking I at the low? I'm looking at the Julian Pival line. I went Kyle, Kyler was a minus 290 favorite closing at that Julian Paiva yeah, line. He lost, he lost, he lost. But Julian Paiva would be like a minus 500 favorite over Marcelo Rojo. So even coming off that loss with people a little bit less on uh, Kyler, I've got him at that same price against a lesser talent in Marcelo. Give me minus 290. 290? Wait, two, what did I say? I thought you had 260, right? I'm fucked. That you are. Ah, shit. Open minus 300, sitting minus 310. Yeah, I had a good read on that. I was feeling good. Well, I got the over, I got the favorite, right? Yeah. I mean, I also, also, I only missed it by 40 cents. Like, I didn't, oh, I didn't yeah. swing and whiff. Uh, Danny just bested me, which is fine, which is fine, which is fine. I'm not mad. I'm Stiff not mad. competition over here at the ankle pick pod. Is it? This is the fucking, uh, the fucking nail in the coffin here. He can put them, he can put them on ice already. We've got a middleweight bout. Third fight of the main card. This is a fun one. This is this might be. Oh no, I'm pretty excited for all of them. Middleweight bout: Jared Cannonier, Derek Brunson. 
Dan lead things off. Also, quickly, really quickly, 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 though, even if Dan does rinse me here, I do want it noted in asterisks on the side that it is closer than whatever this might end up being because both of the they, they were contested points and, and, and it's not a complete embarrassment. Dan Fletcher's. <laughs> All right. With that introduction, this is a tough one for me to pick, honestly. Um, I I mean, I, I think that both these guys are really capable fighters, but I don't think that either of them are essentially elite. I'm looking at the Cannoneer line versus Whitaker, who's a guy who I do think is elite. It closed at even money. I know that there were sharps on both sides of that, which is really interesting to me because I think that Derek Brunson is on the more impressive streak here. I'm just not sure that anyone really agrees with me. I, I have to have this fight close to even. I think they're both pretty similarly skilled. I think the public in, in Vegas especially likes Jared Cannonier's prospect that challenging for the belt more even though he is older like he's 37 years old I don't know what people think that Jared Cannonier is I know he was a former heavyweight but that only takes you so far it's not too big though Jared Cannonier minus 125 okay so I'm, I'm I'm smiling because I think I got a point here and that is because I my only move here is to go up because look, Brunson's on a great streak. I agree. And, and I like Brunson. I think that he's been slept on and blonde haired Brunson is actually a different person. However, I think, and, and I don't want to be quoted and I don't want to do the research either. Okay. No, I just checked against Ian Heist. So I think that Brunson has been an underdog in every single fight on this win streak. He has by a lot. And I don't see that changing because of the narrative. Like you said, I think public's on Cannoneer. I think bookmakers are on Cannoneer. I think Cannoneer held on up against Bob Whitaker. I think Cannoneer, although he is equal of age, I know Brunson's like 38, but like he didn't have that rocky middleweight that, that Brunson had before completely reinventing himself. I'm going to go minus 150 in favor of Cannoneer plus 130 for Brunson. But if you look at the lines, I wouldn't be surprised if it's higher because he was plus, Oh, he's only plus 130 against Till. So he's starting to get respect on his name. Like he was plus 170 against Holland. He was, he was plus 300 against Shabazi in which I know now he's on a major win streak. I know we both hit that. There's that. Yeah. We've been hitting all of these. I know, but he's still a guy that, if you told me he was minus, heck, even 150 against Cannoneer, I'd say no way. It's a bad I mean, Cannoneer was minus 145 against Gastelum. Yeah. I have to yeah, assume that Brunson's thing. a favorite over Gastelum. Yeah. But then we're just getting into the MMA math of it. I, I, you only gave that, me That spot. went into my decision a little bit, Look, I have to be honest. That Gastelum the other line. Thing too, the other thing, too, Brunson, in my opinion, is not the favorite. So you really only gave me a spot to go over. I'm going to take that over. I, 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 yeah, I'm I should not have gonna, made it more difficult. I probably should yeah. have gone like 140. Like 140. I'm now yeah. I'm stuck. Now I'm stuck. I, I'm gonna go 150 though to be cute with it. Cannoneer, not gonna price his right. Yeah, y'all circled the open like sharks. It's opened at minus 135. Okay. Cannoneer, and it has gone up to minus 190. Ah, 90 Cannoneer. 90. Wow. 
So yeah, as they, early as we're trying to do these, we're still missing a little bit of the open, which is inevitable to a certain degree. Not only that, but talk about also circling where the where the public would be. I mean, like you said, it's going to steam up Canyon, except you could consider this sharp action. I mean, are we going to keep making money on Brunson? I'm pretty excited to bet Brunson. That was the first thing that crossed my head when I saw that line. Really? Jack right Manson to me is like the only good, good win on Canon New Year's resume. Like 2019 Anderson Silva. I mean, yeah, it's a good win, but it's not Anderson no, Silva. No, I agree. It's like, not, that's not the same level win. We're going to be in the building. The, I'm going to have money on the flight, and it, I'm not going to bet Cannon here. He 20. didn't have a rocky like middle of his career at middleweight, but he had the whole progression from heavyweight to light heavyweight, losing to Glover, Jan, and Dominic. That's a pretty rough stretch of, uh, I mean, it's it, granted 20 pounds heavier, 30 pounds heavier. Yeah. Both these guys reinvent himself though. Like he always had the frame of middleweight. He was just fit. Mm-hmm. Now he's really trimmed down and gotten lean. I'm not surprised he's the favorite. I, 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 I like it there. This next oh, fight. You're leading off for the main. Yeah. No, I have this one. Then you're leading off for the main. Right. Oh, I thought we had only one left. Two nope. left. Nope. Co-main, if you want to call it that, heavyweight bout. No matter who wins this one, it's going to be a blast to be in the Toyota Center for. Derek Lewis, hometown boy, against Ty Tuivasa, Shuey, in Houston. What do you guys think? Reese leads things off here, correct? Derek Lewis minus 180. And, 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 and don't worry, you're not getting shortchanged. I have my full reasoning behind it. I was bouncing between 180, 190, and 200. I chose 180 because I'm giving da- – I might I might choose 200. Here's the problem. I want to choose 200, but I know Dan's going to put a one in front of it. But if I choose 180, he's just going to go 190, and then he gets everything in the 200s. Moral of the story, this will be between 170 and 230 for, for, for Derek Lewis. And the reason why is this. They're the same fucking person. They're a great personality. They have the same style of fighting. They both have heavy hands. The only difference is that I think one's a little bit more powerful. I think one's a little bit a little bit better. I think like I think Derek Lewis has just like been in more spots. He's more vetted. He, he's 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 fought more people. He's fought more people like Tuivasa than Tuivasa's fought like Derek Lewis. But their styles are very similar. So the favorite was very easy to pick. It's, 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 it's gotta be Derek Lewis. If it's Tui Vasa, it's a pause in place because Derek Lewis is just the better version the upgraded version of Tui Vasa. I'm going to go 180 because I could see Dan thinking it's closer to even, but I want it to be known that if I went to 90 Dan or a 200 on the button, I want to know if you would have put a one in front of it, but I am going to lock in 180, not going to get weird with it. You have me figured out. You have me figured out completely. Um, the number that I have in my head is Price is writing you on the under. It's a 170. Okay. I had a one in front of it the whole time. I have a lot of respect for Ty Tuivasa's game. I think he's one of the rare heavyweights that throws oblique kicks. I know I just said that Cyril Gano is the only one who does, but Ty Tuivasa likes those calves too. Um, but like you said, Derek Lewis has been there, done that double the amount of times as tied to Abbas. Right. So there was no question who was the favorite here for me. I just didn't have a two in front of it. And I honestly, I didn't even really get close. I thought that 175 was too big of a number for me. So I settled on 170. Wow. Do I feel smart? Cause I almost did 200 
and I would have been fucked because you were taking anything with the ones in it. I just think that Derek Lewis wins this 66% of the time, you know, or whatever the math works out. Cause he's just, he's just like you said, been there, done that. He's, he's an upgraded version of Tui Vasta. It's also like, how is Ty going to win this by getting into range for Derek to hit him? Yeah. I mean, they're going to have a very similar everything. I mean, Derek Lewis openly goes, I don't want to go five rounds for shit. Derek Lewis can make quick work of it. He's going to, and they're both either way. I bet they both get a mic spot too. Cause Tui, if he wins is getting a shoe, he done. And Derek Lewis is the king of one-liners, so. A second ago, restarted his sentence with, why do I feel smart? Ding, 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 minus 180. <laughs> so it didn't even matter. Ah. Said. I, was re- I was almost ready to call ding, ding, ding the second he said minus 180 the first time we could have moved on and Danny didn't even pick a number. But I didn't. So I we got an analysis. I almost went 90. I almost went 200, but I'll take the one. Poha. No, total Poha. That is the Poha of all Pohas. I mean, I – wait – is All right, that... give me, give me. Wait, win. wait, Let's wait. Do, do you hear that? Do you hear that? I believe I hear Durino screaming Poha for me. Give me Izzy to win. Well, moving our way there. 2 2 tie ball game up for grabs. Let's go. The main event middleweight title bout. Danny's going to lead things off. Izzy versus Bobby Nux. See, I, I, I do think Dan has the advantage, though. We know who the favorite is here. Yeah. We know who it is. It's Izzy. It's the guy who won the first fight. It's the guy who has not lost at middleweight in his old, or in his MMA career. It's the guy that has over, like, 100 kickboxing fights. It's debatably the best striker in, in the UFC. Where is the number? It was near even the first time they fought. I made some fun money betting against robert whitaker in his backyard at uh what's it the marvel stadium is what i think it's called down there in in australia um whatever it doesn't matter it's not going to be near even here since then as i said i mean is he stayed active he's fought yoel paulo and marvin three guys who stylistically i think I mean, match all of the characteristics that guys like Reese who have been saying, is he has holes? Is he's this beatable middleweights can wrestle him or out physical him or, or this or that. I mean, they've got all the, those tools more so than Robert, even the way that I'm looking at it, even though I hold Robert in a much higher respect than those guys, Robert's just more of a karate style guy, a guy that is he's comfortable fighting stand up. I think that Robert's going to be a big dog. I don't think he's going to be as big of a dog as guys like Vittori were and guys. I think he's going to be a little bit bigger than the Costa fight. But I've got it just over the 200 hump at minus 220 because that's right where I get uncomfortable betting Izzy. But I think that I think, I think that that's where the money is. Okay. I am not – I'm going to save everyone my 19th Izzy spiel. I, I'm just going to fill it with – He's trash. So I'm just going to insert that here just to sum up everything. Um, look, Bob Whitaker was a shell of himself in the first one. I, I Did I lose a used car? Maybe. Do I wish I took Izzy in hindsight? Sure. But here's the thing. He was a shell of himself. He admitted he had mental struggles. He was not himself. The pressure of the belt was too much, Dan. It was too much. He's hungry, though, for it. I love Bob here. 
at 220. I love it. I'm going to tell you exactly where the line is. So, Kobe, get ready for the ding ding. I never throw fives in, but I'm going to do it. It is Adesanya minus 205, just over that two hump. Like it, it just hit it. And then people are like, wait so we're a thinking second. similarly. No, wait a second, though. Bob, Bob's built different. Bobby Knox, I used to call as like, I used to predict to people. I'm not even kidding. I would say 10 years from now, we're going to be look at it, looking at Bob Whitaker as the best middleweight to ever live. Obviously, prediction was wrong at this point. However. Because he ran into the best middleweight to no, ever No, relax, relax, simmer on that. But look, if Bob puts together everything he's been putting together and he's there mentally that night, it is his fight to lose. He's going to push. Uh, hold on. He's going to push Izzy into deep waters. We're not doing this yet. We'll save it for the main show. 205 for Adesanya, 185 for Whitaker. That one-two head kick is just so predictable, man. Izzy's not falling for it. it, it like, he's just going to march it like this. Oh, he's just no. going to – fine. He'll just, he'll just insert his dominant wrestling and pacing that gave Yoel troubles. We have a winner. No ding, ding, ding. Izzy Adesanya, your favorite at minus 260. Poha! 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 It opened 260. It fell back to about 225 and has come back to 260 since the 1st of January. Reese just catches L's on everything that has to do with Izzy. Dude, literally, the dude's actually my kryptonite. No matter if, if his name is in it, I am losing. I don't... I. I have faded him every time. Except for the Jan Blahovic fight. Except that, for the Jan Blahovic money. fight. I got a fat bag on the Blahovic fight. But Izzy, Izzy, the note I'm going to leave, because I'm leaving here a loser, is Izzy is the king of the crap. Middleweight is a very thin division. With Bo- Bob Whitaker was mentally fried. Outside of that, he is going up against just guys who are middle tiering at best. I mean, look at what we're talking about. Do you know who's next in line, Dan? A 38-year-old Bronson who had to reinvent himself and a heavyweight gone light heavyweight gone middleweight and Jared Cannonier. Okay, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this real quick. In a division that's so weak, in a division where Bobby Nux has gone 5-1 and one since 2017, when was the last time he finished one of these weak-ass competitors? See, here's the thing, though. I don't know. I'm not going to fall for your trap. But here's what I'm going to say. Because it was Bobby, Jacare Souza in 2017. Bobby Whitaker is the king of, of those, those point tolls, baby. He just does He does just enough. People were saying, oh, Yoel won. Yoel won. No, he didn't. Bobby won both. Watch it back. He, he, he Bobby's just embodies everything I like about everything. And he's one of my favorite fighters to ever live. And if Great you dude. get... No, great dude. But if you get the Bobby, the Bobby Knuckles that I fell in love with, the Bobby I know and love, he's 31. If I get that Bobby, the mentally healthy Bobby, Izzy is fucked. He's but gonna when be- have we seen that? I mean, Bobby got staunched by Izzy. He got um stunned by Darren Till before coming back to win that fight. I mean, the Cannoneer and Gaslin fights as much as they were like won by him. It didn't feel like it was just trust me. I domination. I agree. I, agree. I, I think that the, and, and I know Kobe's 30 you know, minutes with Yoel is taking all, years off the all, man's life. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say that when 30 you go, or 15 minutes with Yoel for Izzy, 
he was pretty uh, but, safe. But, but but not only that, but let, let's get real. Sorry, Yoel, sorry, no, that was that was 40, like the forty-two year old forty-two year old Yoel was playing patty cake with Izzy. But like, yeah, I mean, those I mean, wars, I, those I'm wars. Calling out that time. fight as a compliment to Izzy. That's how you know I've I've gone into the fucking. Yeah, I was we can say, end the show right here. Honestly, Dan's gonna <laughs> say Poha going like this because Izzy schlongers in his mouth. <laughs> All right, end with your poha and let me go eat. All right. This this one goes to the only line. Enjoy your lead while it lasts. I love this smile. It's not going to last long, so I don't even care. It's lasting forever because we're going to cash some fucking tickets this weekend, next weekend, and the following weekend. We're going to fucking make a trillion units this year. (laughs) All right, no, this poha goes out to Figgy and new this weekend. Let's fucking go. Poha. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.